tuned in to the Happily Married and Love podcast with your hosts, Sherry and Michael. Hey, before you do anything else, hit that subscribe button so that way you're notified of every time we upload a new episode. Hey, you've tuned in to this episode. We're going to be talking about the rhythms of marriage. So if we're going to use the analogy of a couple on a dance floor, and there's the dance of life. So take us away, Sherry. Picture a dance floor with open space and freedom to move around. There's room for creativity and individual expression here. Each dance partner has a part to play. Neither comes into the dance to take control. Both come with an awareness of of each other's importance. The purpose is to create a beautiful movement together. This is the picture of a great marriage according to God's design. Okay, so, you know, that's interesting. He talks about that because, like you said, on the dance floor, I'm assuming, like, there's enough space around them where they create space. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Hollywood movies where, you know, the, the couple guns on, everybody steps off the floor, and then they're like, ooh, goo-goo eye, you know, mm-hmm. watching them, they got the whole thing. Right. And the thing about it is everybody else kind of fades into the background, mm-hmm. and it's just them. Okay. Um, and this, but, you know, as we're saying in the marriage union, with this, the rhythm of it, you have to see that there's room for creativity mm-hmm. and individual experts, expression. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, because y- you can't have really a good dance unless you got a partner. Correct. No, you know, you can dance by yourself, but it just ain't the same. No, it's not the same. Okay. You know, and the thing about it is they there's a give and take within that, mm-hmm. right? You know, if you've got one that's totally in control, the dance just doesn't work the same. It doesn't. You can accomplish the dance, but it just ain't the same, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So as you read earlier, it says, become aware of the other's importance. You know, um, you know, you know it seems like I watch a lot of movies. I just have to remember. I remember a lot of movies. You do. You remember that one that uh, it was Richard Gere and J-Lo, and mm-hmm. he was learning to do the samba or whatever it was mm-hmm. for his anniversary with his wife. Right. And the lady taught him how, and Jay Lowe was a dance instructor. Correct. You know, because, I mean, he, he, he was the proverbial two left feet. That's kind of what I was going to say. He had two left feet. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. he was stumbling all over the place. But as she was teaching him not only just how to not step on his feet and not step on her feet, I remember her conversation with was she was helping him understand the importance of each partner, mm-hmm. each role they play, you know, and as a result, they do create a beautiful moment together. Mm-hmm. So somebody says, so how is that a picture of marriage? So how do we apply that to our marriage? So go ahead. Well, first of all, you don't have identical roles and each step is different. The movements are different. So that's just like a principle for a biblical principle for all Christians, relationships, uh, mutual submission. Okay, so when you say they don't have identical roles. They, somebody takes the first step back, and the, and the, par- and the partner follows. Really, it's mm-hmm. like a kind of a give and take. So in, a, in a, a biblical marriage, the husband has a role to play, and the wife has a role mm-hmm, to play. Mm-hmm. You know, And then 
as you go through the different movements and different songs, like, okay, if you do a foxtrot, okay, boy, I'm going real back, you know. <laughs> I don't even know if people do foxtrots. <laughs> so, I don't know. even know if I know the foxtrot. Yeah, I mean, I, I just always one you always heard about, mm-hmm. you know. Depends on how privileged you were. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> you know. right. Um, versus doing the, I started to say rumba, but I don't think it's a rumba. Like the waltz or the something waltz. like that, or your tango. There tango. it is. Yeah, okay. that, yeah okay. tango. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but the the roles in marriage as a husband, I have a different role than you do, mm-hmm. and I've got a grace for it, and but that doesn't necessarily mean mine's more important than yours. Right. Right. You know, there's mutual, and but we have to respect each one of those, mm-hmm. and and as the Bible says, in Ephesians chapter five. You know, that that's a really it's to me, that's like the kind of the family chapter because mm-hmm. he deals with husbands, wives, he deals with kids. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, historically, women have been made to feel that they only focus on wives submit to your husbands. But actually, it starts out and says, submit to one another out of fear for God. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as a Christian marriage, as again, using that analogy, if we're dancing on the floor, there's some there's a measure of submission I have to have with you. Right. And vice versa, because mm-hmm. if I'm trying to lead, you've got to follow. But also, too, if I'm trying to lead too fast or too, too hard, you won't be able to keep up. So mm-hmm. I, I have to say, wait a minute, I got to. And, and in some respects, I have to submit to your ability. And at that time. Right. Okay? Right. We can go back to even when, you know, there was Adam and Eve. I mean, Adam was was told to to rule the garden. Okay. In the beginning, and then when right. Eve came, she had a part to play. Right. And there was no fighting. I mean, they, of course, they probably had the disagreements, but I'm just saying they worked together. It was a mutual thing. <laughs> what was she going to agree about? <laughs> Whether she wanted vines on that tree or the other tree? I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> what, what, was I don't know what, what was going on. They probably were in harmony. Well, right. yeah, I get, I get right. what you're saying. Yeah, it was his job that he was supposed to teach her, mm-hmm. you know, help her bring her so she understood. Right. They worked together. You know, mm-hmm. so we're called as believers in in the times we're in now to work together. S- sometimes I believe that the world can move, can rub off on on us as humans as we live in this world. We will start doing things that we shouldn't be doing. If that makes sense, walk us through. What are you talking about? Let's just let's just go back to when we were talking about those scriptures in Ephesians chapter five. Ephesians. Right. Okay. What about it? You know, it okay, wait a minute. Let me let me go to it real fast. Right. Ephesians. Here we are. Okay. In the message. It says, Wives, understand and support your husbands in ways to show your support for Christ. The husband provides leadership to his wife the way Christ does to his does to his church. And you were just talking about that. Not mm-hmm. by domineering, but by cherishing. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading from the message translation in Ephesians chapter 5, mm-hmm. 22 through 24. Mm-hmm. Um, so just as the church submits to Christ as he exercises such leaderships, wives likewise submit to their husbands. Mm-hmm. So just like we, su- you know, we show support for Christ. We're showing that for each other. We're submitting to each other. We're supporting each other. One's not controlling the other. We're working together in mutual relationship, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
but I think the key is, like you said, that each person individually has, first of all, has got to submit themselves to God, to mm-hmm. Jesus, to mm-hmm. his word. Because it really doesn't work as well if you don't. If right. one person is, you know, and Paul kind of deals with some of that in Corinthians, you know, dealing with, you know, the sanctified spouse and that kind of thing. Um, but it works so much better when we both submit to Christ. Because even in context of this, you see Paul deals with and say, husbands, first of all, your head is Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got a guy who's headless, <laughs> you, you know, you, you, know, you know that, that there's a problem, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, society today is standing up and just, you know, essentially there's a, there's a kind of the spirit, spirit of rebellion that's mm-hmm. out there that, hey, you don't have to submit to anybody and you can do whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. My truth is this, mm-hmm. is how I believe. But in the in a marriage relationship, as we submit ourselves to Christ, and he uses that, that picture of as the bride of Christ, which is the church universal, submits itself to Christ, just so is the same way that the wife submits herself to, to the husband, you know, in such a way. Now, Christ gives us such a loving leadership model mm-hmm. that you, you wouldn't want to help. I mean, you, you can't help but want to submit because mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know he has your best interest at heart. He's not going to be selfish. Now, some stuff he says is stuff we just don't want to do. It mm-hmm. may be hard mm-hmm. for us to hear, but, you know, ultimately he loves his body and he loves it. And he's preparing it because he knows so much more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're going to say, so out of, so let's just, let's just go back. When we first met, Mm -hmm. we had learned some things from different people and we had also read scripture and we did it on an individual basis Mm -hmm. and we did it together as a couple. Right. We learned, you know, as we just read about the wife and the husband, but Mm -hmm. there were certain things we, we had the love of Christ in our hearts first and foremost, as I talked about. We talked about that model before with Christ at the at the top of the triangle, and we're at the bottom, and our mm-hmm. relationship points up to Christ. So mm-hmm. we submit ourselves. If we submit to Christ, mm-hmm. things work out. You might wake up with a bad headache or whatever, but you submit that to Christ. You ask you ask Christ to to heal you. Mm-hmm. You know. And you get up and you do, or your husband would say, okay, you're having a bad day. I'll help you. Not, you get up and you do anyway. But anyway, it's, it's, it's that the two people work out, work together in the unity of Christ. Mm. Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm following you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they, you, you, it's what, I, what I hear you saying is you get a picture of the triangle. At the top of the triangle is, is God and Christ, mm-hmm. the Word. And the husband's on one side of the triangle and the wife is the other. As they grow closer to him, they naturally grow clo- closer to each other. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, you know, if you talk about waking up and you got a headache, you know, you got a bad day, <laughs> bad week, bad month. Correct, <laughs> correct. <laughs> there's, there's grace. <laughs> right. There's, there's a lot of, right. I think there's a lot more pressure in this world than it was probably back when we were in our day, but the Bible has not changed since that time. Mm-hmm. The Bible has not changed, and I don't know if people know how easy it is to to follow Christ versus not following Christ. I mean, there, I mean, you do go against the grain when you don't do what the world is doing. Oh yeah, 
I would think it's well, I, I'm hesitating because yes, if you're going to use the picture of like a salmon or a trout swimming upstream, mm -hmm. going against the grain, there's natural pressure and an opposite opposition. I start to say I was because <laughs> sometimes I have too many words going through my head, <laughs> and my mouth hasn't caught up yet. <laughs> you know, um, because the world says one thing today, and mm -hmm. if you're going to live as a believer, is it's some work, mm -hmm. and especially in a marriage. You know, and the thing about it, as husband and wife, we are called to express unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I I can't love you because of all the stuff you give me, or you behave the way I wanted you to, and whatever that's not necessarily how this works mm -hmm. but it works based on i love you well we talked about that one episode we talked about the god kind of love is i love you not because i'm waiting on some kind of thing from you i'm initiating the love mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i love you because i choose to love you mm -hmm. you know because, you, you know, like we, we talk about the one thing, you know, even the world talks about the honeymoon's over. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> it's funny. I'm, I'm not going to be political here, but, you know, we're in our most recent election with our president. You know, you could see the honeymoon was on. Everybody was loving him. I was like, mm -hmm. the honeymoon was pretty short because <laughs> the media started turning on him, mm -hmm. which they always, they unfortunately always do. Mm -hmm. But we use that example there. Um, and like I said, when we first met, you know, there's all the Google eyes and all that stuff, you know, but then when you get married and it's like, oh, that's how you live. Right. You know, we see, th we see the real person. Yeah. Not that it's bad. No. You know, but just stuff that, you know, I'm used to, I have mm -hmm. a certain habit and you have a different habit. It's like, why'd you put that on that show? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Like when you put water in the cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to divert it's all right. to the cereal. It's all right. No, it's it all right. kind of shocked me that day when you did that, but well, you wanted to eat the cereal so bad you just put water in it. And I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness. Actually, I had a friend in college, man. He would eat, he wouldn't even put it in. He ate his cereal dry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. So anyway, let's not digress there. Right. We don't want to right. digress. All right. Then also, we as believers and husbands and wives, we're also called to put others first mm -hmm. and you really do have to do that you have to think about it because if you're putting others first doesn't mean that you become a doormat and you, your needs aren't met mm -hmm. it's not saying that at all but he's saying that you're always thinking about okay how can i bless this other person how would this affect the other person um versus always hey it's given to me given to me what about you what are you doing for me lately mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and then that, that becomes lopsided Right. And when it's always like that, then that person who's always giving is like, wow, I give a lot. And this person's not reciprocating. Why should I continue to give? Right. That's why, you know, like uh, like in the movie when uh, I think it was uh, I can't think of her name, but the, the guy had the one last piece of cake or. Oh, why should I get married? Was it? No. The woman. It was no. Oh, it's. Movie uh, it was, but she waited. Was it? No, it was uh, Gabriel Union. She was waiting to see oh, if. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy was going to give her the last piece mm -hmm. he put in his mouth. She was like, oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. That's a Steve it. Harvey book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You didn't think about me, huh? Okay. Mm -hmm. You just showed me where you're at. But then later on, he realized she wanted that last piece of cake, and so he made sure that he's like, here, I'm offering it to you. Right, because they, that was a measuring that if the guy ate the last piece, you know, he, he wasn't really thinking about you. Mm -hmm. He was selfish, self-centered, you know. 
And so, I mean, I do that a lot to you. I'll, I'll give you stuff. It's like, yeah, hey, oh, here you absolutely. go. absolutely. You know? But then there's other times I'm looking like, dang, she didn't even ask me if I wanted that. <laughs> 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 okay, you really hungry today? Yeah. That's <laughs> 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 okay. I, I, I'll be all right. I got a refrigerator. I can go get some more. <laughs> you know? You know, but, but it is that where you're putting others first. And not only just in a marriage relationship, you know, the Bible talks about look not every man only on his things, but look on the things of others. Um, where if you were in a successful marriage or a marriage that's working towards being successful, whatever, however you define success, mm-hmm. is you'll find that there's that mutual of, hey, how would this bless this person? How can I help them? You know, what, what would they like? Mm-hmm. No. And again, that that's assuming that there's balance there, right? Because if you got someone that's always taking and they're not even thinking about other person, that becomes difficult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I know a lot of our audience, we we cannot just make a, a wholesale assumption that everybody's in that situation where there's mutual, because you could have one spouse who's really trying to walk it out and try to do it, and the other person is mm-hmm. being a knucklehead. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know. right. Depends on how they were raised, right? Depends they're, on how they raised. Family of origin. Yeah, they're all caught up in themselves mm-hmm. or. You know, calling the bondages of sin. You know, it's funny. Sin is not a word you hear today as much. No. You know, but th- but that's it too. Mm-hmm. You know, if you really want to walk it out, and and as people say, that they really want to walk with God, you got to address the sin issue. You do. You know. Um, and there's a whole lot to that, but but it can help us because with, with the power of God and the power of the Word. It does. I mean, it it requires you know the basics of read your Bible. You pray, you ask God, you know, how, how, you know, help me, help me through this day to day, Lord, you know, help me to be the kind of wife that I need to be for my husband, you know, mm-hmm. I want to do the best that I can possibly do for you, not let me go check out this show, let me go check out this book, I mean, or something on social media, you know, and I'm, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, because I do sometimes get distracted, <coughs> I sometimes do get distracted. <laughs> I'm admitting it. <laughs> I'm admitting it. Uh-huh. But no, I really want to think. I want to put my best foot forward. I don't want to be. It all be about me. But as a couple, I'm, you know, I, I gave up some of those rights that I need to really, pro- you know, be who I need to be for you. Mm-hmm. And God will show me how to do that. And He show He tells us how to do that in the Bible. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of biblical examples. Mm-hmm. And then as a person grows, Jesus said that my sheep hear my voice. Mm-hmm. They'll hear the voice of a good shepherd and his voice for strangers. They will not follow. As you grow, you begin to hear his voice. And even if something isn't explicitly called out in scripture, he can t- you can hear his voice say, hey, uh, Michael likes this, you know, or this. He hadn't, you know, th- if you notice, he really doesn't like that when you do that. Or, or Sherry, you know, whatever mm-hmm, he says. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's part of it as you're growing. Because, again, it takes you back to you're growing with him. Mm-hmm. You're getting closer to him. You can hear him. And that he naturally will give you. Well, you know. Right. This this walk that you have with Christ, it's just like waking up. Your body tells you you have to break the fast. You have breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then later on you have lunch. And later on you have dinner. It's just like that with the words. You're gonna read your Bible in the morning. You're gonna feed on the word all you know all day. I'm not saying that you just be in the in the word in the word. But I'm just saying you're gonna think about God mm-hmm. in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, and it's gonna 
it's going to turn into a habit that you're doing it every day. Mm-hmm. And you're going to learn and you're going to grow, as you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Because, you you know, when people say they have a hard time remembering things, it's like, hmm, okay, how many passwords mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have to remember? If you can remember a password, you can remember a reference. You can remember a scripture. Or you can just, or you can put that, put a little sticky note on the TV, on the, oh, yeah. on the mirror, on the door, on what, you mm-hmm. know, on your on your car steering wheel. Just things mm-hmm. to remind you of. This is what I got to do today. Or this is mm-hmm. what the word says about me. Right. As a as a believer, right. also a wife or a husband, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, and then also with we were talking about putting others first. Also, look out for the interest of others in everything we do. Because no man lives to himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgive me for who actually quoted it, but said, no man is an island. You know, I think right. some of the, the English literature, whoever mm-hmm. said that. And it really is true. Um, you know, because I'm, I'm reminded of, you know, the Bible shows examples where you think like, okay, somebody messed up, it's just them. In the Old Testament, like in the, in the book of Joshua, there's this guy named Achan, or Achan, however you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. You know, they were going in, they were attacking the city of Ai. You know, and um, I, I, I might be messing up. But anyway, they were attacking the city. And God told them specifically, said, look, when you guys get there, destroy everything. Don't take anything. Destroy it. Mm-hmm. This guy's like, man, that's some nice fabric. Oh, there's some, ooh, there's some bling. There's some cat, ooh, you know, and he takes it and hides it. Mm-hmm. As a result, when they went to war, a lot of guys lost their lives. And, and Joshua's like, what in the world? Wait, whoa, how are we, you know, how are we losing like this? Mm-hmm. And God told him, you guys have sinned. And specifically that one guy, and long story short, to fast forward, not only does this guy lose his life because of that, his family also loses their lives at the mm-hmm. same time Wow! because of his one sin mm-hmm. because he lusted after some stuff that he saw wow. so the reason we're bringing that up is in a marriage relationship you could have one spouse maybe somebody at the office has got their attention maybe they're speaking their love language mm-hmm. because maybe they um, are making deposits in their love you know their love language mm-hmm. whatever it mm-hmm. is and they're getting drawn away. And then as a result, not only does that person now has opened the door, think about all the other people around them that's now affected by right, it. Right, right. We've heard stories of it, mm-hmm. you know, where people are affected. Or maybe it's not even they're having an affair with somebody else, but maybe they're just having an affair in their mind. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, whatever that is. Right. You know, um, or just bad habits. But it, like I said, it, but if you are looking out for the interests of others and everything you do, especially in a marriage relationship, you're not going to do something that's going to intentionally try to hurt you. Correct. Unless Correct. you want to try to win an argument, then you know you might pull up some history stuff, <laughs> 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 and you have to repent later. Right. <laughs> but, right. You know. You know, because people do that. They do. You know. They well, do. we all do it as people. Yeah. All right. So what we're talking about is the foundation of a really. God-centered, word-centered marriage is the kind of love. It's God's instructions. Mm-hmm. And, and it really is pretty simple. It's not as controversial as, you know, I want to go back to what we talked about starting out in Ephesians. 
very often people have had this idea that man rules, the woman blindly follows, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I don't think you hear that as much. Maybe in the older older population maybe, but the younger generation, I don't get that as much. Mm -hmm. If anything, you might have more of the feminists that said the woman's in charge. Right. That's out of order just as well. It is. You know, especially, well, we're talking about a Christian marriage. Christian if, marriage, if, yeah. Yeah, if you're talking about a biblically-based marriage, where people are disciples, mm -hmm. not just churchgoers, but they're disciples following Christ, following mm -hmm. Jesus, following the word. You won't have the, this feminist thing where the woman's in charge. You won't have this thing where the man's always in charge. You know, everybody blindly follows. Mm -hmm. There will be that mutual submission to one another. Now, there's a term that um, I forgot who actually coined it, but he says there's the chief among equals. Mm -hmm. You know, because even Peter in, in, in the, the epistle of Peter, he says, husband, love your wife and see her as a joint heir with you of the grace of life that your mm -hmm. prayers might be in. Mm -hmm. Honor her as a weaker vessel because physically most women, unless, you know, she's in the gym and she's she's hitting it five days a week, <laughs> you, you know, she, you know, she might be stronger than you, you know, but typically the, the weaker vessel, not meaning God, the word doesn't say that she's mentally inferior doesn't say she's relationally, financially, any of that. But mm -hmm. he's just saying just from a physical standpoint, men typically are stronger than women. Mm -hmm. but, it, but he elevates it to the point of there's mutual submission they're going together. Now, I, I, I started to say all that with saying that the chief among equals, because, and again, in a biblical, disciple-based, biblically-based marriage, God's going to look at the husband because mm -hmm. that's the order. Because you see yeah. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and they follow order. Mm -hmm. There's mutual mm -hmm. submission, but mm -hmm. there's an order there. Right. So then you as a wife, you're looking at me saying, okay, what is the plan for our family? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. there's times like people may say something, hey, let me check with let me check with Michael first. Right. Because, you know, it might be something like, yeah, no, Sherry, I, I hear what you're saying, but consider this. Have you looked at that? And you might be like, oh, I didn't think about that. Right. right. Or it sounds like, no, go for it. Mm -hmm. Or there's other ways. Sometimes people ask me something. I say, hang on, let me let me check our calendar. Let me check with Sherry what's going on. Mm -hmm. And there's just that mutual because we're thinking about each right, other. Right. Kind of simple, though, isn't it? But it is. It is. I mean, it may not be simple for some couples because you have, mm -hmm. I think there's what called a, a, a a type A personality some people have. Right. That's true. They want to just, they already are just ingrained with, mm -hmm. I'm in charge or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that has to be balanced out. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I was listening to something this week where it talked about the woman actually does have a type A personality. Mm -hmm. But she made a mention of, she was very intentional about when she came into a relationship and she came to the home that she had to put, she said, wait a minute, I cannot be this type A at home. Mm -hmm. My husband's here. I have to acknowledge him. Now, she works with him, mm -hmm. you know, and, and they both work together. But she's like, she had to say, hey, wait a minute. Because of the biblical order of authority and, and responsibility, mm -hmm. there's a way to do it. You know, but then they work together and they got a great relationship. Right, right, right. So what we're talking about there, as I wrap this up, is that dance, the rhythm of the dance where there's mutual submission one towards another. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that really is the best place to be. Okay, so as a man, I'm going to take the first step, and you're going to follow with me. And then we dance together. But at the same time, like I said, I acknowledge and, and appreciate the differences in you mm -hmm. and cherish you right. in that. Right. You know? 
That's beautiful. It is beautiful. And that can happen in your home, mm-hmm. in your marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just really this week, talk to your spouse. See if this what we're saying is making sense to you this week to to see what you can do to you know maybe if your if your marriage is bad you know it can it can get better or if it's if it's better then it can even get more better but more better <laughs> more better <laughs> I don't I don't know, I don't know how to even express that maybe say from from good to great let's say that from good to great mm-hmm. but. It can happen. If you have questions, this is what we always say. Send us a message by email, happily, the letter N. Happily married oh, in I'm love. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Happily married in, the letter N, love, at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You know, give us some challenges. Give us some scenarios that you might want to, you know, you want us to discuss or talk about. We're, we're we're open to do that. We welcome it. We like your feedback. Mm-hmm. So that's a wrap. So thank you for tuning in. And this has been the Happily Married in Love podcast with Michael and Sherry. So until next time, peace. peace.